You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. Anonymous claims Turkish DDoS, opponents mull responses to ISIS in cyberspace, government's involvement in Juniper Backdoor, and Iranian group claims hack of downstate New York Dam. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Monday, December 28, 2015. A large distributed denial-of-service campaign continues to disrupt Turkey's servers. Online banking has been worrisomely affected, with other sectors sustaining various degrees of disruption. The .tr domain has been under attack since around December 14th, and Turkey's government has resorted to blocking inbound foreign traffic in an effort to mitigate the campaign's effects. Anonymous claims credit for the operation, which it maintains is retaliation for Turkish support of ISIS. Turkey naturally denies supporting ISIS. Anonymous also claims to have averted a significant terrorist action in Italy through its infiltration of ISIS communications, perhaps, the hacktivists darkly suggest, shared with various governments. Italian authorities have nothing to say on the matter. ISIS Dash over the weekend posted a new video mocking the Saudi-led coalition against extremism. ISIS sympathizers also took a poke at university websites in New Jersey and small business in Texas. The fight against ISIS makes for strange bedfellows. Russian intelligence services are said to be cooperating closely with Afghanistan's Taliban against Daesh. No government seems to have an answer to Daesh recruiting and inspirational chatter. Frustration moves some officials and policy wonks in the U.S. to talk up measures to restrict strong encryption or access to jihadist websites. And China enacts a law that mandates backdoors. But these measures are overdetermined. They would have been attractive modes of social control in any case. A nominally independent Iranian group claims credit for the New York Dam hack. Downstate officials continue to press the feds for details and cast doubt on the effectiveness of cyber threat intelligence sharing measures. The recently disclosed Juniper Network's issues remain under investigation. Many observers perceive some government's hand in the matter. Which government or governments remains a matter of dispute. And now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured 
visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com slash cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. Joining me once again is John Petrick, editor of the CyberWire. John, let's talk about information operations. Um, in particular, what have they got to do with cybersecurity? I know the conventional wisdom is that information ops have nothing to do with hacking, viruses, trojans, and things like that. Well, as usual, the conventional wisdom has the details right, but it's got the big picture wrong. Now, of course, information operations need to have nothing at all to do with hackers, APTs, viruses, or malware of any kind. They're much broader than that. I think a good way to approach them is by understanding U.S. military doctrine. And in that doctrine, and here I'll quote uh, Joint Pub 3-13, information operations include strategic communications, public affairs. They are the uh, integrated employment, the manual says, of electronic warfare, computer network operations, psychological operations, military deception, and information security in concert with specified supporting and related capabilities to, and this is the key point, influence, disrupt, corrupt, or usurp adversarial human and automated decision-making while protecting our own. Uh, That's the U.S. Department of Defense. Okay, but once again, um, how does cyberspace figure into information ops? So, once again, I think we can return to the uh, Department of Defense doctrine. And on that topic, it says cyberspace capabilities, when they're in support of information operations, deny or manipulate adversary or potential adversary decision-making through targeting an information medium, such as a wireless access point in the physical dimension, the message itself, an encrypted message in the information dimension, or what they call a cyber persona, that is an online identity that facilitates communication, decision-making, and the influencing of audiences in the cognitive dimension. When employed in support of information operations, cyberspace operations, the manual says, generally focus on the integration of offensive and defensive capabilities exercised in and through cyberspace in concert with other measures in coordination across multiple lines of operations and lines of effort. So to step away from the, the language of doctrine for a minute, if you're familiar with online marketing, think of cyber information operations as online marketing and battle dress. But the target demographic isn't customers here, it's adversaries. And so are we seeing the bad guys engaging in information operations? Yes, we are indeed. And in fact, in the case of ISIS, it's their stock and trade. Few governments worry about ISIS hacking very much in the classical sense of hacking and that their technical operations conducted against non-cooperating systems. ISIS really hasn't shown much ability in that regard. However much they'd like to, we haven't seen reports of ISIS sympathizers establishing persistent presence in networks, shutting down systems, corrupting data, or even stealing data. 
we have seen some website defacements. Uh, we saw some late last week, essentially cyber vandalism. But governments still worry about ISIS and cyberspace, and they're concerned because ISIS recruits its members online, and it does so with considerable success. They're also concerned because ISIS uses the Internet to inspire acts of terrorism. They may also use it to some extent to coordinate or control terrorist actions, but to their successful inspiration of terrorists, there's no doubt. So if you could summarize, like, why is this of concern for those of us in the cybersecurity world? Yeah, today information is carried, it's stored, it's transmitted, it's even created largely in cyberspace. And what happens in cyberspace under opposition is a security matter. Because unfortunately, what happens in cyberspace doesn't stay in cyberspace. And that makes it cybersecurity. All right, John Petrick, once again, thanks for joining us. John is the editor of The CyberWire. Struggling to secure on-prem apps with modern identity? Don't worry, you're not alone. Join industry leaders from Fortune 500 organizations to secure your apps on any cloud with any IDP, regardless of your environment's complexity. Meet Strata's identity orchestration platform, Mavericks. Say goodbye to the headaches of app refactoring and legacy tech debt. With identity orchestration, you can modernize legacy apps to use MFA or passwordless authentication in a few weeks, migrate from one IDP to another, and so much more without changing the app. No matter your IAM use case, Strata extends the value of your current identity investments. And the best part? You can try it for free today. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire to share your biggest identity challenge, and they'll hook you up with a complimentary pair of AirPods Pro. Don't miss out. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire. That's strata.io slash cyberwire. And that's The Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Hey, listeners. We're always looking for ways to improve the N2K Cyberwire network and maintain the intelligence-driven news experience that keeps you in the know on the latest developments in cybersecurity. We've launched our 2024 audience survey and would love for you to take a few minutes to share your feedback. And hey, there's even a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card if you complete the survey. Visit cyberwire.com slash survey. That's cyberwire.com slash survey and share your feedback now.